In Biden's eight months of presidency, since he took office in January of 2021, 1.2 million people have crossed the border. That is 1.2 million unvaccinated, untested people have crossed into the United States, potentially infecting our American citizens. Now, Biden and Kamala Harris and the Democrats, they claim that nothing, nothing is happening. There's nothing occurring at the border, nothing whatsoever. Now, of course, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, denies that there's any border, any crisis at the border. He states, The border is secure. We have a plan. Well, yes, of course you do have a plan, don't you? Now, what exactly is that plan? Well, their plan with the border and their plans, their plan with all the immigrants that are crossing into the United States is not to bring them over here in order to in order to give them a better life their strategy behind why they're allowing so many immigrants to cross and in, to cross into the united states is because they know that if they support them and if they bring them over and help them help them prosper those people are then later on going to vote for them in the in the future elections and increase their their votes therefore maintaining them in power their whole strategy behind why they advocate so much for illegal immigration and for immigration to cross into the United States is because they know that those people are then later on in the future going to vote for them. And that's all they want because the Democrats want to stay in power. The Democrats have a totalitarian mindset where they're attempting to do anything in their power to stay in control of the government, which is why they promote the immigration. Now, you cannot know any of this if you watch... CNBC or we watch CNN because obviously the Democrats control those new, those medias so they're not going to they're not going to say their own policies they're not going to say their strategy they're not going to say the truth behind everything they are doing so they obviously cover it up and say that it's the border is secure just like Alejandro Mayorkas stated he said the border is no less secure than it was previously well when was previously because if you're talking previously during Trump's administration then you're completely out of your mind because during Trump, we had the lowest levels of illegal immigration in 45 years. Ted Cruz challenged Democrat Ocasio-Cortez to go visit the border for herself, to go see the Biden cages for herself. Because during the Trump administration, she was strongly on Twitter posting images of her visiting the border and visiting the alleged Trump case, Trump, Trump cages and crying at the fences with her head against the fence with her hands on her face. Well, Ted Cruz challenged her to go visit the border for herself and go see the current status of the border right now. But obviously, they don't want to do that. Now, why does Joe Biden refuse to go to Rio Grande Valley? Because he knows if he goes, the TV cameras will come with him, Cruz stated. And he later added in his speech, why does Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be the border czar, she's supposed to be in charge of this. Why won't she go to the Rio Grande Valley? Because if she went, the TV cameras would come and would show the Biden cages. And obviously, they do not want the media. They do not want the citizens to see what is actually happening at the border. To see that the Biden cages, at the cages which they so much promoted were Trump's fault, are actually Biden's fault. And were actually created under Obama's presidency. That shows, it shows the hypocrisy, it shows... It shows the contradictions of the Democrats, of the current Democrats right now. I'm not speaking for the Democrat 
the Democrat ideology. I'm speaking for the Democrats in power right now. The Democrats in power right now are hypocrites. They are out of their mind. And they are turning the United States, the only capitalist country, the number one leading country in the world, the only true capitalist country in the world, and they're trying to turn it into a communist dictatorship of a country. They're trying to take away all of our all of our freedoms if we oppose their views. Because if you oppose their ideology, they won't accept it. And who does that? Who are the who are the leaders who who censor people that are against their ideologies? It's not it's not the Republicans. It's not in this country. Those are the communists. Those are the dictators. The dictators are the ones that won't allow anyone to oppose them. In China, they censor and they, they monitor your, your, your internet on your phone. They limit your social media, what you can and what you can't see. What you can and what you can't listen to. What you can and what you can't hear on your phone. The same goes with Cuba. The same goes with Cuba. In Cuba, that you can't listen to a certain song because, so, because if the artist says anything against the government, you can't listen to it or you'll literally be fined or possibly even arrested. You can't go on social media and write any comments or like any any picture that shows anything against their government or you will be fined or even possibly arrested. You can't film anything on the streets because of all the protests that are going on in Cuba right now. People are filming it and attempting to upload it to social media and obviously the, the Cuban regime does not want the world to see that. So they, they put a law prohibiting anyone from filming in the streets because they know that if they film it and they publish it, the world is going to see it and they're going to see the truth behind the regime and behind the communism. And that is what they're trying to impose here in the United States. Obviously, it's a long-term process. It's something that takes many, many, many years to accomplish. But if we stay in the current path in which we're in right now, they will accomplish it. Unless people open up their eyes and actually put some 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 care into this and some some actual thoughts into this, nothing will change. Until the citizens of this country do not realize what is actually happening and do not actually put any importance towards it, nothing will change. We have the economy, the economy of the United States. The U.S. government is about to go bankrupt. By mid-October, the U.S. government will default on its debt unless the Congress is able to raise the debt ceiling. Unless Congress is able to raise the debt ceiling, the United States will default and the market and the economy will enter a devastating recession. The global economy will enter a devastating recession. Because this country's economy correlates to all the other major economies in the world. The national debt is currently at $28.7 trillion. In excess of $28.7 trillion is the national debt. The national debt per citizen, if I'm not mistaken, is 
surpasses $86,000. Meanwhile, federal tax revenue is over $3 trillion and revenue per citizen is only over $11,000. There is a major deficit in the economy and there is a mass, a mass insane amount of spending happening and yet the Democrats are still pushing for the largest spending bill in history, $3.5 trillion for a spending bill, which who knows where that money truly or actually even goes and for what. Now Democrats and Congress are in a rush to raise the debt ceiling to be able to pay out, buy out some time to pay back the interest on the debt. Because if not, the consequences will be devastating. If the U.S. economy defaults, this is just an if, it's a big if. If the U.S. economy defaults on its debt, the stock market will collapse. An estimated $15 trillion will be lost in wealth. And it will wipe out an estimate 6 million jobs. Social security funds will be halted which means elderly and anyone receiving social security benefits will stop receiving their money. Jobs will be lost. Mortgage rates will spike. Interest rates on loans will spike. The real estate market will collapse. Demand will crash. China's economy will collapse. The global economy will collapse. And there's just so many, many, un so many negative externalities that come if the United States defaults on its debt. For those of you who do not or aren't familiar with economics, the debt ceiling is the maximum amount of money the U.S. is permitted, permitted to be loaned in an attempt to pay back debt. If the national debt reaches the, the, the debt ceiling, the, that maximum limit, then the U.S. will have insufficient funds to pay back their debt and therefore will default. It's like when you don't have enough money to pay your car payment and you miss payments on it. Well, then you default on the payments and then the car, the, 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 the bank repossesses their car back. It's the same with the economy. If the national debt reaches the maximum limit of the debt ceiling, then the U.S. economy will default, will be unable to pay back their interest on the debt and therefore the economy will enter a recession. Inflation levels are also at un unsustainable points, which you all know because, well, all of you have gone to the gas station, all of you have gone to the grocery store and attempted to buy some food or attempted to fill up your gas tank and seen how expensive the prices are. The Fed has announced that they will taper down on bond buying by mid-next year. That's what Powell has stated. By mid-next year, tapering of bond buying will begin that means that the bond buying, which is money and growth in the economy, will be slowed down in order to lower inflation to a more sustainable level. If they are unable to do this, all of that, along with the national debt, are all more motivating reasons which could cause a recession. Now, it is highly, it is highly unlikely well, let me not say highly unlikely. It's not highly unlikely. It's It could definitely happen. But the question is, is the United States a too big to fail sort of deal? Like the same goes with China and the Evergrande 
company, are they too big to fail? Will the United States allow that to happen? Will China allow Evergrande to fail? It's the same question. It's the same. The same question applies to the current e e economy of the United States. Is it a big too big to fail? Will the big banks allow it? Will Congress allow it? Will the Fed allow it? Are they going to be able to impose some proper policies which can bring back the economy and can and can sustain inflation? That's the whole question. But if we have a president who can't even finish his sentences, if you have a president who continues to mix up his words, if he mixes up his words, he mixes up his policies. If he can't finish his sentences, he can't complete his policies. It all correlates. So how are we going to come out of this if our president can't even go on stage and speak? Speak properly without mixing up his words or confusing his his wife with his sister. The current situation in which every single individual is living is all a product of their own decisions. Everything that happens to you, everything that happens in your life is a product of your own personal decisions which you have made. The same applies to the country as a whole. The current the current condition of the United States is a product of the policies which have been imposed by the current administration. We have an administration who fails to uh, to take accountability for their own for their own decisions, for their own actions. Biden even back to the Afghanistan withdrawal, he he would not accept that it was his wrongdoing every single time he would go on, on, on TV. He would say that it was all due to Trump's poor handling of, of the Afghanistan withdrawal. That Trump left him in a very hard situation where it was very difficult to make the right decision. And all these, all these, all these excuses and justifications for his actions. And he doesn't realize that you don't achieve anything by blaming other people. You don't achieve anything. You don't solve the problem by blaming the person next to you or your predecessor and saying that it's all his fault. What do you achieve by that? You achieve absolutely nothing. He's doing it because he wants to bash the Republicans as much as he can so that people to try to make people vote for him and not for the Republicans. But he doesn't realize that people are starting to realize the truth. Or they're starting to realize that he's out of his mind and that the Democrats are not actually here for the better of this country. They're actually here for the best of themselves and for their own interest, for them to stay in power. Every single time they go on the news, they go on TV, they blame and they blame and they blame. They blame the Republicans. They blame Trump. Trump is their Trump is their go to guy. You know, anything we do, anything we do wrong, anything, anything that we mishandle. You know what? Just blame it on Trump. Blame it on Trump. That's OK. Just go and blame it on Trump. Don't take accountability for anything you do. Don't try and solve any of your actions. Don't try and correct any of your errors. Just blame it on Trump. Just go ahead and blame it on Trump. And that's it. And you won't solve shit. The country will continue to fucking collapse. And everything will continue going to shit. You'll turn the United States from, a, from an amazing country into a third world piece of shit country. Just like anything any communist person has ever done. Sorry. Got a little, got a little excited there. <laughs> I did get a little mad. Because I just cannot understand how people can see what is going on in the country and not do shit about it. How they can accept this to happen. I don't understand how American citizens, because the people that are running this country are Americans. How can they allow their own country to just 
destroy itself the way it is. Because how can they destroy their own country? How can they do that? I cannot understand. I cannot comprehend how someone can destroy their own country. We've shown, beginning with the Afghanistan withdrawal, we've shown to other countries that the United States is in a state of weakness. The United States has lost its reputation. Other countries, especially China, knows this is the perfect time to take over the United States. This is the perfect time to overpower us. And they have the complete ability to do, to do so and they will achieve it if we stay in the current path in which we are. China is now backing the Taliban. The Taliban, which is a terrorist organization, which just yesterday, on Friday, announced that the founder of the Taliban announced that they will be returning back to their old to their old public executions where anyone who committed a crime, they literally tie up their arms and chop their hands off. And they cut their heads off in public executions. Like like if we were in the freaking stone age where people would just gather around and cut your head off for doing something for stealing a bar of candy. That is that is what Biden that is the people who Biden has handed over a complete country to. That is the people who Ch the Chinese are now backing. Two of the biggest enemies of the United States of America. And Biden just handed over to them billions of dollars of your money in military equipment, in drones, in Humvees, in missiles, in all type of weaponry. And he just handed it over to a terrorist organization who cuts people's arms off for stealing a phone. Who whips women for talking to other men aside from their husband. You don't have to be so highly intellectual to understand or to see and realize what is actually happening. Because people don't ask why. People don't ask questions enough. People simply say yes and agree to anything they hear on TV. They don't ask, well, why is that? Well, why are they doing that? Well, why might that have happened? People don't ask that. And that's the questions that people need to start ask asking People need to start asking, why is this happening? Why are the Democrats doing this? Why did Biden put an open border policy? Why Why did this happen? Why is that happening? That's what people need to start asking, but they're not doing that. So people are not truly understanding the true motive behind everything that's occurring in the country. People simply sit back, listen to the news, and accept and believe everything they say. And unless some people start standing up, Unless people start realizing what is happening and start actually taking some action or doing something about it, the United States will crash. The United States will destroy itself. And in the coming years, the coming generation will not know what it's like to live in a free country. They will not know what it's like to be able to do and say whatever they want to say or do. They will not know what freedom of speech is. But people don't seem to care. A lot of people just don't seem to take any importance into anything. Because I've spoken to many people who say, oh, I don't care about politics. Oh, I don't care. I don't care about what's happening in the country. Oh, I, I, I care less who's the president. I care less who's in control. 
and it's like you do not realize that it's directly affecting you or that it will directly affect you. Same goes to students in school. A lot of kids in school, they don't know they don't know shit about anything about politics, about the economy. They just listen to whatever the teacher tells them. If their teacher says, "Oh, this person is bad. This this person you shouldn't we shouldn't vote for him. We shouldn't put him in power because he said this or or is is a mean person or his hair is too ugly." There all the students are going to follow whatever the teacher says and they're going to say, "Oh no, you can't vote for him because his hair is ugly." It's outrageous the level of ignorance that you need to have to just blindly listen to whatever someone says. Now, at least we have some people, some celebrities, some public celebrities who are actually aware of what's currently happening are actually saying it publicly. I'm going to play a clip here of Joe Rogan and what he said in one of his recent podcasts. Again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's going to 100% try. Yeah. He's probably going to win. You think so? How is Joe Biden going to win? How is it possible that he's going to beat anybody? After you've seen him speak, after you've seen the decay and the decline, yeah, what? how is it possible? It's not very inspiring. They've done a terrible job. The, the Democrats fucked up royally by making that guy the president. That's probably what Trump wanted, too. They definitely fucked up really royally by letting that guy be the president. So there you have Joe Rogan has one of the most famous most known podcast in the country and he's aware of what's currently happening and there's also many 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 other celebrities which are also aware of what's happening but they're just scared to talk out because they know that they're going to be censored that they're going to be dismissed that they're that they're following my decrease and it's sad that that's actually a reality what's hap- which is happening in the country it's sad that there's actual people who are scared to talk out because they know that something that they're going to get a bunch of backlash and that they're going to be socially socially claimed wrong or socially claimed a threat to to society a threat to society for expressing your opinion it's the same thing that happened i don't know if you guys have seen it but i posted it on my story there is there is two students at a university let me let me put it up here hold on let me get the exact details at an arizona state students were harassed Simply for having a Police Lives Matter sticker on their laptop. There were two students. They were white and they had a Police Lives Matter sticker on the laptop. And the other students had a shirt which said, did not vote for Biden. And then we have these girls that came out to them, recording them, saying that they felt threatened by the shirts and by their stickers. And that they must leave because that is a multicultural space. And they're they're inflicting violence and fear upon them for having a sticker on their laptop which says police lives matter police lives matter that is racist that is violence for having a sticker that says police police lives matter i want to know who that girl's gonna call when she's in when her life is being threatened actually when her life is actually being threatened when she's actually at risk of harm to herself i want to know who she's gonna call she's gonna call black life matters or she's gonna call 911 this is what the country has gotten to you can have a sticker on your fucking computer saying police lives matter because you're automatically claimed a threat. You're automatically you're automatically a target. You're automatically putting a label on yourself saying, oh, I'm racist. Simply because you have a, a sticker on your laptop which says police lives matter. Or a shirt that says did not vote for Biden. Isn't that the whole point of democracy? You vote for the whoever the hell you want. 
So if I can vote for whoever the hell I want, then I should be able to wear a shirt that says that I did not vote for a specific person. <laughs> and I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to be kicked out of out of a building or out of a space for having a shirt that says I didn't vote for the president. Are we in the United States or are we in China? This is not a communist country. Stop trying to make it a communist country. And again, I'm not in any way saying that Republican beliefs are superior to that of Democratic beliefs. All I'm saying is that all it takes to see the truth and see what is actually happening in the country, all you have to do is compare Trump's administration to Biden's administration. Under Trump, we had the lowest levels of illegal immigration in 45 years. We had a blooming remunerative economy. We had freedom of speech. You can express your opinion and you wouldn't be censored on on, on, on social media. Under Biden's administration, we have the highest levels of illegal immigration in 20 years. No freedom of speech. Vaccine mandates. No vaccine. No job. No vaccine. No travel. No mask. No, no service. All these totalitarian dictator-like policies and laws which have been imposed by the Biden administration. We did not see any of that under Trump. But you need to be able to realize for yourself that they're just trying to control you. They're just trying to achieve power over you. That's all they want. That's because that's the only way in which they can stay in power themselves. They know that the only way for them to defeat the Republicans and the only way for them to stay in power over the long term is by manipulating the, the population into supporting them so that the population then later on votes for them and then they can stay in power. Which is like I said previously, which is then why they, they, they promote the immigration and they want all these this amount of, of illegals to cross into the country because if they, they know that if they support them, then they're later on going to vote for them to help them maintain them in power. The same goes with minorities and with poor people. They know that by saying all those beautiful things that they say to poor people, they're going to brainwash them into then believing it and then voting for them because they want to actually see it happen. But it never actually happens because sadly, it does not work in practice. Sadly, all that stuff that they say about oh, eliminating poverty, uh, eliminating the wealth gap between the rich and the poor, all that beautiful stuff. It's nonsense. It won't work. It doesn't work. It's been attempted in the in the past and it hasn't worked. It goes the same with communism. When has communism ever worked? Communism has never worked. It's been attempted and it's failed over and over again. The number one country in the world is a capitalist country, not a communist country. In a capitalist in a capitalist country, you have free choice. You have freedoms. You have the ability and the opportunity to improve yourself and to achieve whatever you want to achieve. In contrast, under a communist dictatorship, you have no freedom of choice. You have a government telling you what is, be what is best for you. No government knows what's best for anyone because what's best for you might not be, not, might not be what's best for the person sitting next to you. So it shouldn't be up to the government to decide what you should do with your life. That should be up to each individual person to decide what they want to do with their life and what is best for them. Which is what, which is why a capitalist system allows that. Because capitalists believe in free choice. They believe in a free market economy which derives off of the consumer. 
not a, not an economy that is controlled by the government, not businesses which are controlled by the government telling you what you can and what you cannot sell, what you can produce and what you can't produce, what you must sell and what you can't sell, and at what price you must sell it. That is what communists believe in. And that is what they are trying to impose into the United States. But they know that it's a long-term process, which is why all their strategies and all their tactics tactics are made to, to execute over a long period of time. None of their strategies are made to be able to, to, to be achieved in two years and three years. They're all made for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years because that's the only way for them to change a system, a capitalist system, into a communist system, into a more dictatorship totalitarian like system where the democrats stay in power and there's no uh, there's no opposing party i mean they're already doing it with social media summarizing today's episode covered a shit ton of points super informative you guys should have learned something out of this or at least opened up your eyes to something of what's actually happening in the country but if any of you feel outraged or feel that I'm just completely out of my mind and that you and you want to bring up some talking points, some debating points with me, send it over to my email, fooloutraged at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to read them and then I'll cover the cover whatever it is that you wrote in the next episode. So send over any any opposing viewpoints you have, any any talking points which you would like to debate with me, and I will cover in the next episode. And if you have any other ideas for any any other Anything else that you would like to hear in any other episodes and you would like to hear me talk about, then send over to that email, fulloutraged.gmail.com. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Outraged Podcast on Instagram, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music or Spotify Podcast or wherever you're listening to from. And I'll see you in the next, well, you'll hear me in the next episode, should I say.